The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. A roast as dark as the night, perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes, he's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> Campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties, because it's cold out there today. It's cold out there every day. Mm, they say we're young, and we don't know. Won't find out until we grow. Uh-oh, is it the same? Is this year the same as last year? Is the same as the year before? Six more weeks of winter. Is everybody frowning? Blame the fucking Phil! It's Phil's fault that we're all frowning. It has nothing to do with the pandemic. It has nothing to do with the country imploding. It's all because of Phil. There you go. Where's Cuomo when you need him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't Get he murder the, the with groundhog that. one time well, or whatever? De Blasio murdered one groundhog. Oh, De and now you've got me Googling fucking dead groundhog 2022. <laughs> there, because was a, another, there was another one. Another yes. one died. <laughs> another one died yesterday right before the big grand reveal of never smiling again. Um, who <laughs> Mil- was it? Milltown like Mel. Jersey Tony. It, it, he is oh, from no, Jersey. Milton Milltown Mel, yeah. Milltown Mel. <laughs> but his name is Milltown Mel. Very sad, too, because everyone knows his dark backstory. He was recovered from heroin. Uh, he, at one he point, he was so selling hard. his body, uh, you know, just to make get his next hit. And uh, he came clean, lived some many years as a groundhog professionally, and then was gunned down by the police, which is <laughs> just insane. Unbelievable That's what happened. happened. Horrible turn of events. Yeah, yeah no two assassinations of two different groundhogs. <laughs> one by the mayor, one by the New Jersey State Police, I assume. State police. <laughs> they mistook him for a protester. Yeah, it was That's horrible. what happens. He wouldn't get out of the hole. He wouldn't tell everybody, and they had to show him who was boss. There you go. Um, there is a book called uh, Milltown Mel, A Groundhog Story, in case you guys were wondering if you want to make you wanna sure- You want to have a cry. Yeah, have a cry. Think about the dead groundhog. 
He wasn't able to tell us how shrouded in continued darkness of winter that we will be. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be such a fucking weird one. Welcome everybody to page seven. You guys ready for this energy? <laughs> situation. <laughs> Jackie has a gun to my head right now. No. We're recording. Oh, no, not me. <laughs> we are we are in a cool... I'm pretty sure that everyone is having a, a weird one and a bad one, not just us. So we are trying to vibe with everyone's energy. We just finished the shittiest month of the year. We're now in the second shittiest month yeah, of the year. Yeah, yeah, And also sure. your How's birth that? month. I'm sorry, MJ. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's very sad. Very sad to have a winter. Is it always <laughs> sad, though? Is it all, like, or do you always feel that February's a rough time to have been better born? than the 28th? I was gonna is say, it's better than Holden's. It's uh, 28th of December. Better right between Christmas and New Year's, because then your birthday just doesn't exist. <laughs> At least you can be like, hey, it's cold outside. Everybody wants to exactly. die. No one's happy. Everyone wants to fucking bla- bash their brains into a brick wall until it just explodes onto the mm. onto the wall, and then some old woman into the corner throwing up, <laughs> looking at this. Your your whole head splattered against a brick wall in the snow. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I just saw the devil's work. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just puke all over. And body. now we're here to celebrate MJ. <laughs> hey. But instead, yeah, exactly. But then you could say, hey. I have like a bright, fun thing we can do in the midst of all of that. You know what I mean? And uh, that's really nice. So so it's good. People get an excuse to go celebrate. Well, at one time, yes, Holden. At one time, yes, my birthday was a nice time to celebrate <laughs> together indoors in the winter with friends. Right. It was like the time of the winter when everyone's fucking done. And usually that led to me having a really great birthday party. I, I love you. You threw great birthday parties. I, you will, know, I will always say that. We, like. Like we, it was all. It was like a good, and and I do feel for Holden has the worst birthday for sure. Hold, yeah. Any January birthday also rough. I definitely remember like trekking to one of Marcus's birthday parties in the freezing fucking cold in mid January and being well, like, especially right. and 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 Marcus is on top of it. Marcus's birthday is January nineteenth. I always remember because it is not only the saddest day of the year, but also the day that has the highest rates of suicide. And, and I think that it really, I like to remind him of that every year on his birthday. And it's the day before inauguration. Day. Day, which meant that he had like an extra sad one uh, in 2016 <laughs> right. and so uh yeah so then in february mid-february is usually a it's an okay time to have a birthday because of gathering indoors with your friends um did not do that last year um and i i don't know at this this you know, we. I'm not sure what I'm going to do for my birthday this year, but it is. You know, you, it's the. It is the dark. It's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah, and we are. Thank it is you. very dark well, right now, and so <laughs> the dawn must be coming. <laughs> Good lord. Well, either way, this been some fun celebrity news this week. Am I right? You can stand under my umbrella. My baby. Yeah. Under my preggy belly. 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 She's pregnant. And I do. So we were talking about this right before we started recording. Rihanna is pregnant with ASAP Rocky's baby. I think that it is delightful, but it is crazy that we did a a pop history episode on Rihanna and Holden and I were discussing that. I mean, her fans are rabid and very protective of her, which I completely understand, especially with what 
has gone on in her past very publicly. So they are very protective of her, and I get it. But at the same time, she's one of those people that constantly, people are 20 feet up her ass, like, where's the next album? Where's the next album? And she's constantly being like, I am a multimillionaire business mogul right now. I am building my empire. Can you fucking cool it for a second? Now everyone's like, oh, so she can't make an album, but she can make a baby. It's like, yeah. <laughs> she do whatever the fuck she wants. She's a boss ass bitch. Yeah. Yeah. People, that's the thing. Like, I uh, am very happy for Rihanna. I think her debuting the her belly that way was really cool and great. Yeah. It seemed like the internet was consumed by discussing Rihanna and Drake for I mean not, I, I I was gonna say for some reason I know the reason but like wh- it just seemed like it was very large news and I was buried in a giant pile of puke because my family all had norovirus Man, and, can't uh, catch uh, a break. <laughs> they, they, I, it's just one thing. I mean, I will say like you're really getting it all getting all the uh, the toxins out of your body and yeah. also you win for worst one. Like you definitely have had it way worse, I think, than us. So yeah. like, that's kind of something. There's something noble in that. I am hoping. Yeah, I front loaded. I'm hoping I front loaded all the <laughs> shit into to literally into into January and the rest COVID. of 2020. You just, I mean, it's good to move, but still, like moving that uh, like all all together. COVID just, uh, moving, and uh, yeah, and I was like, wow, COVID and moving in one month, and then before we hit the 31st, <laughs> fate or God or whoever was like, you weren't uh, even on a cruise. That wasn't a cruise. That was like two weeks after I literally heard you say exactly like this. It never ends. (laughs) And then it didn't end. It it? did not end. It kept going. It did not end. And the (laughs) thing about norovirus is I couldn't even do any of my funny tweets about it because I kept I kept wanting I kept wanting to tweet like Operation Warp Speed, but for norovirus. But I but I didn't want to make light of the fact that COVID is also is actually very bad and sad and scary and we have all spent the last two years of our lives restructuring everything about our daily lives around it for a reason but when you've got norovirus and you read about it you're like first of all it's called in the uk the winter vomiting disease which i think is hilarious (laughs) call it the Uh, winter vomiting disease i'd rather that of just like let me know what i've gotten myself into (laughs) it's extremely contagious it's fucking fomite so it surfaces it's so contagious and it you're it's 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 a wild virus, and as you're experiencing it, you're like, why doesn't why hasn't why hasn't the best minds of our generation come together to stop this? The way that we you know we got a fucking coronavirus vaccine in like 19 months. Where is the norovirus vaccine? But Not I couldn't here. even make these jokes. I didn't want to make light of this terrible fucking other virus that we are all living with, and I know it's very sad and scary and continues to be very sad and scary. But while you are puking your guts out, you really think. This is very bad. This is this is a very bad virus. But then it's over, and then you're fine. I will say you look great. Yeah, though. you are shining right now. So I think that that's great. You got that post. The cleanse glow. is working. The post noro yeah. glow. I will also say Thank going you. back to Rihanna's situation with the album. All of the blinds essentially say maybe it's from all the smoking and everything, but all the blinds generally tend to just say that. Um, She'd been working on new album. Her voice just isn't what it was. And uh, if that is true, I will say, though, good on her for 
being discerning, deciding that, you know, she doesn't want to put out a subpar product and uh, maybe she'll get there eventually. But I love that she doesn't feel forced to put something out just because they people constantly scream at her. It's really annoying. And like the same thing, I don't feel that as bad for yay, yay, yeah. But, you know, it's got to be, it's annoying. Like everything you ever tweet Every comment underneath it is, where's the album? That's so obnoxious. So, like, um, you know, fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah, when I, especially when it comes with that stuff. I will say, I do really like the Drake memes about Drake imprinting on resume um, <laughs> inside of Rihanna's body, which is resume is what Holden calls Renesme, which is the child bride. Yeah, I'm saying it. Of Jacob the shapeshifter in Twilight. This is an extremely out over on the page seven a, Jackie's book club. <laughs> a reference. I was trying. I was with you. I even know exactly. I knew exactly what you were talking about, and I still was like, "Man, you lost me." Yo. Oh. Also, I will say I didn't He's go with this blind, but I just want to throw it out there that Drake uh, dated Julia Fox. Whoa! And apparently, also showered her with like tons of gifts, like Birkin we are, bags. We are referring and- to the love bombed billionaire dating Julia Fox, who is currently with dating Yayo Yeeha. Um, yeah. So, what is up with this girl, man? She just gets all these people to give her a bunch of stuff. I don't even think it's love bombing anymore. It's just how she dates. Yeah, I think like... that she's just open in, and wanting it. You yeah. know what? I guess at that point, you can't be nervous for her if like that's what she is kind of like she's asking for. And not just like, oh, she's asking for it yeah. because of like how she acts. Like, no, it seems like this woman is asking yeah. for it. Literally. It's like whatever the place that, <laughs> that like the, wherever you launch bombs to practice bombs at like a, a, the field that catches the bombs. She's like, I want your love bombing, love bombing, yeah. break. Yeah. Yay. Give me All of it. Gems. I also uh, do appreciate Ye's post about NFTs. He wrote it on a piece of paper, took a picture of it, posted on Instagram, just to even more so be like, I work with real material. Uh, he, he, he wrote, my focus is on building real products in the real world, real food, real clothes, real shelter. Do not ask me to do a fucking NFT. Yay. Ask me later, though. It says <laughs> at the bottom. But then also, and then in the caption, it says, stop asking me to do NFTs. I'm not finna co-sign for now I'm not on the that wave. I make music and products in the real world. So you know, uh, I thought that was kind of fun. When he's right, he's right. Uh yeah, you know. And when he's wrong, ooh, ooh he's so <laughs> wonderful. Very, he's very gleefully wrong. wrong. Very wrong. He's just uh, so man. wrong. Like that speech at the end of SNL he did. Remember that? Oh my Remember God. Che had to like sneak off stage. That's my favorite with Jay, too. He like walked off stage like at right as he started to go in on like his love for Trump and stuff at the end of that SNL uh, performance. Get him off so stage. <laughs> but but um, don't worry. We've got other people that are paying lots of money for different NFTs, and that would include. Justin Bieber, who purchased the Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT for $1.29 million. Yes. And so it's kind of the, um, I mean, I'm not saying that Ye isn't buying NFTs in his spare time, but he's just not creating NFTs. Now, I have seen the picture of this NFT everywhere, but now. Well, the Bored Ape is the thing, right? Yes. That's the big one that everyone's kind of getting as a big status symbol. What I love about this, though, and I need to know why, he's paid, like, way more money. He paid 300% above the valued price 
to get this thing. When money means nothing to you, I guess why not? But like, but why? Why? Why would you pay that much money? He paid so much money. This this episode 1. is like two nine million. It's like a where are they now of like people who were making very good music a decade ago. It's like <laughs> Kanye, Rihanna. Justin Bieber, Drake, maybe yeah. Justin Bieber and Drake. We would. It's like a high school reunion, yeah. of of pop people yeah. icons. Like, yeah, they're one's pregnant, one spent like wait, got really into NFTs, <laughs> and is being all weird about crypto, and then another one's just you know, um, I guess I don't know, still making music at least. I guess Kanye's got new music coming out apparently soon. Yeah, Today? no, very soon. He said that there's yeah. another album dropping fairly soon. But speaking of other people that people used to enjoy and now I wish could, would go silently into that good night, Sean Penn feels American men have become quite feminized because of cowardly jeans. Classic old man take. It's just, it's one of these things where I'm like, man, why say, why? Who gives a fuck, number one, about what you think? Number two, about the fact that this is blasted everywhere because it is, like, a hot ticket, horrendous, disgusting thing to say. But also, Sean Penn, you are not a good person, and I'm mad that you're in the headlines. Isn't this his thing that he's just like, I... I'm a famous domestic abuser and I won't let it stop me. I won't let it stop me from being a successful actor and I won't even let it stop me from being a misogynist. Like, Yeah, it's such a classic, like, just just take my phone away from me when I get, how old is he? When you get after 60, I think. Yeah. You should, I literally Don't think you should, you, they should funnel you into an old person version of social media. It'll be called like, um, you know, like I don't know. I like think that's home... specifically for celebrities, though, because I sure. feel like not everyone would be like, "Oh, I got a really hot, fresh, horrible take. Let me get to the internet." Because no, if you're I a know nobody... I'm going to be racist the second I turn sixty. It's gonna oh, happen. That would, oh, that's when the <laughs> I just know it deep in my soul. It's gonna happen, and right. you're gonna have. We to got twenty lock something good more years of working together than Holden, and then, and then I will write you off. Yeah, you please. I'm I'm telling you right now to do it. I'm taking away. Take all of it away. Right. You know what I mean? I want to I wish I could set a thing in my phone like, "Oh, did you turn 60 at midnight on December, you know, December 28th?" and then it just all shut. It just all of it gets removed. And his, you know what his I mean? Sean Penn's comments specifically were incomprehensible. He was like, "You know, it's fine to be feminine and it's fine for men to have feelings, but it's bad that they are becoming women to show their feelings and they're taking off their pants and putting on a skirt. And it's just like, bro, what are you talking yeah. about? Are you, are, is this like a Harry Styles reference? Yeah. He definitely does not like Harry Styles. I yeah. Think I think he's, he's just at. like, I think he's probably, he saw a picture of Harry Styles and he was like, I don't like that. Where's yeah, my phone? It's not my vibe. Yeah. I want to have, I want to have sex with that. That's not that's a man. You the know thing, what I mean? right. That's it does seem like he's a little confused, uh, 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 but it just seemed like, like a specific Harry Styles reference. And I wish that more men were wearing skirts, but right now they're <laughs> not. It's really just Harry Styles in terms of being a very high profile, uh, you know, in terms of who Sean Penn is talking about, it's got to be Harry Styles. Maybe he saw an episode of Queer Eye or something. Or like Jaden Smith, or maybe it's like one of those yeah. kind of things of like maybe he's just seeing other people like especially with like like they're very select like the celebrity offspring right. and how they are, are are being able to be open and themselves but also Sean Penn 
What the fuck does it matter to you what other people wear? It doesn't, they're not asking you to do it, you old idiot. Just get <laughs> out of here. I wish Charlize Theron had put him into a fucking grave. I'll say it. I would have supported her. I would have been one of the people outside paying for her bail. The thoughts like, and opinions of Jackie Zabrowski do not reflect those of Last Podcast Network. It's just he doesn't even know what he's mad about. Is he mad about a a, a skirt or is he mad that men is he mad that in general cuz he's he's I think he's trying to say well, this that- the problem is is we don't see the dumb like memes that he sees in right. his old man like <laughs> gr- Facebook group or whatever it is that he's in like the 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 sharing of information is so idiotic with these people that they just get in one lane and they think the whole world's a certain way. It's like, bro, there's so many dude ass dudes out there. Like, who gives a fuck? It's, you know what I mean? It's like there's this mass, you know, gravitation towards like all men becoming feminized. It's not like there's people out. I don't think I don't see anywhere where people are like, men need. You know, we need. They must be wearing dresses now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like no, no. Some it's still are, gender is still pretty. Like it's there. Binary gender norms are still. Pretty strong, you know. I love the idea that Sean Penn is in the same like Facebook groups that everybody's terrible dads are, even though he's Sean. Yeah, Penn. <laughs> he's- totally. He is though, probably. You know what I mean? He probably is like, or or the the you know, it's like him and like Clint Eastwood. You know yes, what I mean? And like yeah, these types the of same. people. They're on, a text and they're on like an email, they're on a text chain. Yeah, and, and and they're you know, and they're like posting these little you know, look at this guy in a you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Or they, they see like an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, right. they think like that's the world now or something like that it's like no but thank god i don't feel like in a dark movie theater i no longer feel like i have to force myself to not cry for out of out of some terrible fear of of you know being seen in a way that i societally i feel i I, uh, previously felt like i shouldn't be seen i love rupaul's drag race I love, um, you know, and and hey, this season's the first, they have the first straight queen, by the way. And I've thought a lot about what my uh, drag persona might be. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? So I think it's really cool to see. Sexually frozen Holdina McNeely? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd be sexually frozen Holdina McNeely. I think I'd be a feisty, uh, uh, you know, I'll be like um, Molestasia or something like that. Ooh. (laughs) Oh my God, it would be like Anastasia and would you also like- Dance with Rasputin, and you just like do like a whole uh, yeah, yeah. But to the song, I hope you dance. Oh, that would be adorable. I hope you. Da- I don't know. Maybe molestation is a bad idea, but <laughs> I, either way, I would do something fun, and it'd be ex- exhilarating. And uh, you know, I love that I. <laughs> I have embraced girly as hell pop music, you know. And and on the other token, I think I think I'm not speaking out of turn, you know. Ed also had to come out as like a Disney lover. And felt like he had to hide that about himself for a really long time. As what? a guy that Even loves, now? like, what is the like? What gooey, you like? Masculinity fun. is a fucking prison, man. It's great that people are busting out of it. And yeah, gender is a prison. Bro. Gender Let's is be a prison. You yeah, want. <laughs> yeah, right. And I obviously I love masculinity. Like, but it's like the the uh, the expectations of masculinity. And this is why it's so funny with Sean Penn because he doesn't know what he's mad about. Is he mad that men are showing more emotion? Because that's where he starts. Yeah, but then right? he lands on and they're wearing. Skirts and that's just two totally fucking different things. Like, yeah. are you, like 
I don't even know how emotionally intelligent Harry Styles is. Probably pretty emotionally intelligent based on how he seems. But like, it's not, they're actually not related, right? Like, like, but all the, they're related in the sense that you are like you were talking about Holden. You're like creating space for men to be people in ways that that you know are are more open and more vulnerable and uh you know just more diverse than what they all than what boys are raised thinking their options are. Oh and are. they're all pretending, bro. They're all fucking pretending. I mean at, at least if if it's if I have any perspective uh from being a guy, we're all if we're ever like not crying at a really sad movie or or acting all fucking tough and stuff, that like a, a fraction of that is totally like just scared yeah. pretending going on. You know what I mean? I mean, some dudes are just full to the balls of the wall testosterone, like totally. <laughs> I, I get it. Like some dudes really are just full on. But the weird dumb shit that we have around showing emotion, which is like insane that that's even considered feminine. Yeah. Like, what even the fuck is that? Like, showing emotion? Are you kidding? I'm going to kill them all. <laughs> I'm going to light them up and I'm going to uh, take them all Look at that. Out. Ooh, masculine man. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Honestly, even what you were talking about, it does make me think of Rihanna and how Rihanna opened up her line uh, and may is making lingerie shaped for people that have mask bodies as well. Sure. And I think that That's like, awesome. it's like things like that, that I feel like directly that Sean Penn are like, how yeah. dare you? When it's like lingerie also isn't genderized. Doesn't don't, don't, don't people want to feel sexy? Don't people want to have something on that makes them feel really good about themselves? And what she's making isn't like, oh, that's where the titties should go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't got titties. So it's like, no, it is made for your body and what you're working with. Also, outside of the like w wondering what my drag persona would be. The the part of me that feels feminine or 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 that that enjoys like that that side of me has nothing to do with like a dress or a skirt. You know what I mean? It's the exactly. funny thing, and right. that's okay. Like, because it's like it's the up way I you. feel listening to like T Swift and and you know sing about like being in a relationship in her twenties, and I like vibe. You that's know what the I mean? thing. It's and, like to conflate like cr showing emotion with literal yeah. women's clothes. You know, yeah, it's so, it's so funny. It just shows us how like dumb and just confused the whole yeah. thing is, you know, that I, again, had to feel like I couldn't cry in a dark movie theater. Yeah. As somehow that it sh makes me a, uh, a woman like and be bad right. for being woman like too, which is like what both of those things are just not true and stupid. You know what I mean? No, I want to see what Sean Penn has to say about Minnie Mouse starting to wear a pantsuit. Because, <laughs> oh my God, what is Sean? He'd be like, oh, what is it, Mickey? <laughs> well, uh, I don't know what this mouse is anymore. Have you guys seen that now Minnie, Minnie Mouse, one of her new outfits is that she has a power pantsuit. I don't oh give my a God. fuck. Great. Did, 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 was this in the links, Jackie? Yeah, I wasn't prepared for this. Oh, I didn't include it because I was more of just like, a. I, I didn't want it to go down a road of like, then we also have to say like, because she's allowed to wear pants. Like, I don't give a shit what <laughs> yeah. Minnie Mouse wears. Minnie Mouse, wear the, wear the fuck you want. Oh, you want a Donald Duck it and you put your mini pussy out <laughs> into the air to give it some breathing room? Great. <laughs> 
I don't know what happens down under there, but I say God bless it. I think that many you wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. But um, yeah, so that's the new thing that also like in the same realm of the M and M's that uh people are like rah, 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 a fat <laughs> suit. And again, I don't know if this is just because I am from Florida and because my mom has talked to me a lot about the Mickey and the Panther because it's all over the news. Wow. Really? Like it was, it was just because it's a Disney place and it's filled with conservatives. And it's- <laughs> By the way, the same people, and I said this, I didn't get this myself. I think I saw this on Reddit, but it's so true. The same people who flipped out about, you know, the whole performance with uh, Megan the Stallion and Cardi B at that, you know, do over-sexualized performance uh, uh, at the award show and and uh, that whole song and everything are the same people who are freaking out about a fucking Eminem not being fuckable. And it is so A, hypocritical, and B, ridiculous, absurd. It's so funny. Like, you're, you're, like, upset about real women showing their sexuality, but, like, you're also upset that this, like, Eminem isn't making isn't your boner just- hard. Making your fucking dick but, hard. But, like, how weird is your dick right what? now, bro? You need to look at your dick right now, dude, and ask some real questions. How funky is yo dickin'? How funky is yo dickin'? I've been having that song. I'm just looking at Gloria They right now, want their dick to be excited about the green Eminem, but they don't want their dick to be excited about Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi yeah, B, no, and their dicks were so excited. Weird. Their dicks were excited about that, and they didn't like that, and and then their dicks were no longer excited because them. And I wasn't wearing her sexy yeah. boots. And then Lil Nas X don't even get them and then started Lil Nas on how X they had to also feel about makes that. Their, their peenies are all hard, and they're like, right. I guess why? we should have mentioned Lil Nas X before in terms of men wearing uh, dresses. He's right up there with Harry Styles. God, but so uh, uh, yeah, I think that I, I, I let's ask Sean Penn if if Harry Styles and Lil Nas X are giving him some boners that he's confused about, <laughs> and that, I think that's probably what's going. It's not always what's going on, you know. A lot of I think I think there was like a. A tendency in like the aughts of like if somebody was homophobic to be like, well, it's because they're especially because there were so many closeted uh, conservative homophobes uh, to be like, well, if somebody's homophobic, it's definitely because they're closeted or whatever. And I think, but but so you don't want to well, lean I think on that Sean too Penn's much. Sean Penn's just a piece of shit. Yeah, that's right. I don't, <laughs> Very so it's talented like, piece of shit. I don't think but it's necessarily that Sean Penn is like really. Uh, sexually confused by the men in dresses when he sees them, but let's not rule out that I think that one of the reasons why gender norms being blurred upsets people is because it does confuse them sexually sometimes, and I think people get very scared by that, you know? Yeah. Which, ugh. Then go take a walk, Sean Penn. <laughs> the legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You know, not everybody could be Nick Cage and not everybody can finally at the ripe old age of, I don't know, 50s, 58 year old Nick Cage, who has finally come out and said, I am a goth. 
Good for the him. The goth world is rejoicing. Yeah, Nick Cage, we know you're a goth. Look at you. Remember when you got kicked out of Vegas? But when you were getting kicked out of Vegas, you were wearing a full matching leopard print suit with no shoes on, like a big purple belt on. Yeah, you looked fucking great. Yeah, I thought. I literally thought when I first saw him, I was like, oh, wow, it's a talking gargoyle. No. And then he, you know, then I realized, oh, this is a human man. Are so, you uh, calling yeah, me a gargoyle person be. right now? Uh, <laughs> do Gus claim? Nick Cage as their own in the goth community is he already kind of seen as a goth to. icon. Vampire's Kiss, babe. Yeah, yeah Vampire's Kiss, iconic. It, yeah. it is, you know, it is It is such a great, iconic movie of, I, I think that he has been of the world in the same way that I did include, which I did not ask you guys after read through, but there's all these little known facts about Nick Cage where everything about Nick Cage is so very funnily goth that it's like, yeah, you don't need to, it's like, you have a crow. You don't need, like, as a pet, you don't need to tell us that you're a yeah. goth. It's You've bought multiple dinosaur skulls. You don't need to tell us that you're a goth. These examples are so helpful because I was about to be like, I mean, it, a goth to me is like, I know it when I see it, but I don't know if I could tell you here are 10 things that define what is goth. Like, that's not my community. I don't want to speak. You know what them. it is? I feel that I am speaking out of turn. I feel that he is more a part of the Satanist community uh. with how he lives his life. And I think that's why I immediately feel like, of course, the fact that it's like, yeah, he bought a $300,000 dinosaur skull, a rare albino king cobra, an octopus, multiple castles, and two entire islands. And mm -hmm. um, part of the principle is uh, of living a life where you are as grand as you feel that you are to be able to build your power. And I mean, he's bought, I mean, he's like been in and out of like close to bankruptcy <laughs> multiple times in his life. But man, you can't say. He ain't living large. Yeah, can't call me bankrupt when I got two islands. No. You also forgot about the pyramid gravestone that exists in a New Orleans <laughs> cemetery. For him? Uh, that he got. Yeah, yeah. I visited it when I went to New Orleans. He has a, um, yeah, have you haven't looked up Nick Cage's uh, grave? Plot no, it's like his pre-gravestone is ready for him. Oh, yeah. I think I've told this story on this podcast, but maybe I haven't. Okay, so the other big factoid about him is for a little while he lived in the crazy-ass, um, haunted-as-fuck uh, uh, spot in New Orleans that um, was a, a season of American Horror Story was based on it. This woman was like a slave owner and she would throw a lot of parties and stuff like that oh i'm getting sound on this a uh, madame lalaurie though is the name of the place she would do like horrifying experiments on um the people she owned in the attic while she was throwing very fancy uh, dinner parties for like the elite of new orleans she's like a horrible monster he lived there for a while um the story I was told on the ghost tour, which I feel like must have been embellished, but I'll just tell it the same. He kept seeing like crowds of people kind of stopping in front of his his house, his apartment, townhome, whatever it was. And he was like, what the fuck is this? And he thought it was like a celebrity tour. And then he like put on a disguise and went on the tour and was horrified to find out all the horrible shit that was going on in his house. And then also around the same time, he just was 
terrible luck. He was cursed. It was just like everything was going badly for him. Ghost Rider came out around that time. Horrible, you know, terrible career stuff, relationship stuff. So um, uh, the lady on the tour said, well, when, when you are in this situation in New Orleans, you do what everyone does. She, he went to a voodoo priestess, and she said to get rid of the curse, he was going to need to get a plot in the specific New Orleans cemetery um, where this other famous fuck, what's her name, other famous um, voodoo priestess is buried. And then also um, you can't film in the cemetery or take any pictures or no, no, you just can't film in the cemetery because that's the cemetery where the guys, uh, where they dropped acid and filmed e- Easy Rider. Whoa. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. So they like, since then, they made a thing where they couldn't. Because remember, the he like lays in the statue of the Virgin Mary and stuff like that. Um, so he just has this like pyramid grave plot and it says <laughs> Nick Cage on it. And that's where he has to be buried when he it. dies to remove the curse. Yeah, I think he's goth. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You might be, he might be a little gone. <laughs> yeah, it's the Jeff Foxworthy. He might be a little gone. <laughs> Do you live in a castle and own a crow? He might be a little gone. <laughs> you know? I'm trying to, wait, oh wait, is this from Vampire's Kiss? Man, so I'm reading through these, like the little known facts about Nick Cage, and I, I I did not know this, that in Vampire's Kiss, in order to get himself excited for a love scene, Cage allegedly asked to have hot yogurt poured all over his toes. No. How do you feel about that, Holden? (laughs) Come eat, come toes. Do you want come toes? As you know, I go full naked, just socks when I make love Uh, to my wife. I know it. No, you're never nude. We all know you're never nude. I know this, but it's always a shot. No, no, no. That actually grosses (laughs) me out that I get fully naked for love making. Oh, you do get fully naked. Oh, yeah. I don't. Just socks is grosser to me (laughs) than like your shitty flip-flop thing no 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 i thought that you were uh, i thought you were never nude meaning then you would just put i'm not saying that you like you only have socks on i'm saying like you keep your shirt on do you keep Um, oh definitely not during sex i usually get completely naked see this is what we are here to find out today this this (laughs) is the information i want to know i sing my little song i sing my song making love to my wifey wifey wife i'm making love to my wife (sighs) with my socks off yeah with my my socks off (laughs) that's how much i like uh, yeah, wow, but that, nothing grosses me out more than like a guy Donald ducking it with like socks on, like just a shirt, <laughs> and like I mean that's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah but a guy some... walking around with a shirt and socks, and just there's... a shirt and a fucking weird hard dick. It depends on there's something <laughs> about though, um, like what, seeing my partner. Yeah, I'm saying it, Jeff. Seeing my partner walk around just with socks on and. Uh, and underpants, like boxer briefs on. Yeah, will okay, get different. me going though. That I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> Once the boxers come off though, the, the socks have to go off though. Once oh, the yeah, yeah, come yeah. No, off, the socks come off. No, no. I'm usually more. That. It's when he's getting dressed to go to work that then I want. I'm like, but why put the rest of the clothes on? He's like, please, right. I need to get to work. And I'm like, gimme, 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 gimme. And right. I grab on his butts while he tries to right. put his pants on. Yeah, Jeff, I said it live in front of everybody. I grab his butts while he tries to put his pants on. <laughs> So I think that he is a goth. I think uh, Nick Cage is a goth. Yeah, but also, now that we're talking about sexy time, I agree with you, Jackie. Nick Cannon, what is your malfunction, bro? I just, you know, I Nick almost Cannon's didn't include it. Nick Cannon's stressing me out, man. Because I'm trying to not... 
you know, I, I would never, I, I need to say this up top. I am not shaming Nick Cannon for having many children. No. I'm not shaming Nick Cannon for having many children with multiple different people. It is your it is your choice. It is like the 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 person's choice of which you are having a child with. I completely understand. However, he he said publicly over and over again because he had he had, so was it four children with, with three, women three women in, women under in under a year. year. One year. That's insane. And it's not only that that happened. It's that I am it's, shaming him. That's crazy. It's the way he talks about it. He it's talks about it like it's a, like that's his fucking thing. Like that's his turn on. Like I have to just sow my seed. It just creeps me out. Yeah, guys, guys who get all crazy about pregging up is very, very bizarre to me as well. It's like, yeah. It's like I would never shame anybody for. It's not. It's not a question of like promiscuity or whatever the no. fuck. It's not about respect. But the but phrase like, is like, "God damn, girl, you're so fucking hot. I just want to put a baby in you." Is like so weird. To it's me. Like, so, and he and too, the way that he said two it was different like, things. Only the only the people who were supposed to get pregnant got pregnant. It just has like I a, love. It's I don't have no accidents. Trust me. There's a lot of people that I could have gotten pregnant that I did it, which is like even what a such weird a threat, dog, dude. To and say. it's it's. Weird You're just raw dogging all these women, bro. That's like crazy to say. And that was in under a year. So you're saying you got three, you got, wait, you put two, four kids and three women in under a year. And then also you're like, yeah. And guess what else? I also could have definitely, I raw dogged like, 20 more chicks that year. It could have. What? Th- to, to talk about it like it's his choice who gets pregnant. Which is, is really weird. Yes. Like, no, it's God's it choice. It could have been, oh, I could have done it with more women, but it's only the ones who I wanted to get pregnant. It's like really weirdly godlike. And yeah, I, uh, and I like hate to even bring it up, but it is just so he, he had like a tragic loss of a child earlier this year. Like not like a month ago, like December. And, and, and that is incredibly sad. But the way he handled it on his TV was show was so insane. weird. And we didn't talk about it on the show because it was like too sad to even talk about. But he like was on his show. A little bit because uh, it was unbelievable. Did we? I couldn't. I know we talked about it. The three of us. I couldn't remember if we did it recording, but I was just like, this is. This 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 horrible, sad, devastating—the worst thing that could ever happen to a parent—and he went on his own talk show that Monday, <laughs> and he didn't even tell the audience that that was what. It, so he's talking, telling a story about a baby, showing baby pictures, and then the audience is going ooh ah, and then he like tell he reveals that you know that this horrible tragedy to his family, and the audience is just like oh, and it's like <laughs> yeah, it's don't like- be with your. Go be with the woman who whose mother was was the mother to this baby. Oh my god! And now he's now like out there bragging about how he gets so many women pregnant. A different woman a month later after his after this horrible loss with a different. I'm just like, what is going on here? This is. I feel right. I'm not trying to shame you about your sexuality, uh, your sexualness, not your sexuality, but your immense sexualness. But like, this is so. It feels like a like a thing where he like has to get a woman pregnant to control. I don't know. It just as it, red flags, lots of red flags. <laughs> There's a lot of red flags because especially so this all came. So he's five month old a month ago, passed because of brain cancer. He was very open. And I, we all thought that it was very yucky. He was very open about being. He's like, I, "There's all this stuff is going on. I'm celibate." Until 2022. I am completely celibate. My therapist and I decided that I I need to be celibate. 
cut to a month later <laughs> and his new girlfriend saying that she is pregnant with his eighth child. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I almost was celibate. <laughs> There's also on top of the fact of like, you are... You are supposed to be a, you are a celebrity that's being very open with what you are going through. I think that that is good. I think transparency and communication about your feelings is important. But you lying about your journey of like, yes, I've been talking with, and he like had said this multiple times of how he is celibate now. And then it was like a boopsie moopsie. But again, not only is he not being celibate, but he's just full on ejaculating. <laughs> That's the thing. You don't have any... to be celibate in order to not yeah, make babies. Like, it's holy lord, only bro. possible I mean... to fuck without making a baby. There are many <laughs> options so to crazy. explore. It is wild. What are the, like, It's. I just want to know, I just have so many questions yeah, about, yeah. like, what conversations is he having with the people he's sleeping with about this? Is it just like, you know, my thing is to just fuck and get as many people pregnant as possible. You down? And they're like, yeah, you're Nick Cannon. Sure. Right. If, again, if so, fine. So he seems just to be, be involved of, in all of his yeah. kids' lives and taking care of, you know, whatever. He's a, If he's a present-loving dad, I guess how, to each how his How present own. can you be with three <laughs> different women? And you and that's not even all of the mothers of your children. And then Mariah Carey Mariah also Carey. has two of his short words. Like, that's really it. You literally cannot, like, financially, hopefully he's taking care of all of them. I'm sure, sure he's make, he makes lots of money. But how can you be a present parent in this? And, and, and like, is it, and I mean, obviously, I do not know this person. I cannot speak for him, but is it the woman who is having the child's choice, or is he not really giving them much of a choice because he does, he's very open with the fact that he wants a lot of children, and it does work, that's also very worrisome, um, that I could imagine maybe a, a reason why someone would not have multiple children with him is maybe they did it want to continue in their relationship, right? It's just, it is a, I was thinking about this with Rihanna and whenever a celebrity has a baby, ever since I had a baby, I'm always just like, how much work of it do they do? I'm just so, and, I, and I'm not, it's not even an accusation. I just really want to know, like how much of the, of the daily endless work of it do they do? And, and I think the answer is, you know, not as much as regular people do, but you know, probably obviously celebrities like love their kids and care for them and whatnot. But with Nick Cannon, I'm just like, what is being a father to you? Is it like so seeing the kids like once every few, Dude, what is it? Because how can you keep up? Yeah. There's so much to, to, you know, what's the draw? Yeah. What's the draw? Because for me, it's like, right. I've got one. I might Big fat fucking maybe on a second one, right? I'm already kind of like maybe I'll just put it all my eggs on this one ba egg. baby bass, this one yeah. egg. on this one egg, <laughs> right? And just put all the focus there because I'm so worried about even all my splitting, eggs this egg. even splitting my conscious my my focus on two and a career, and you know what I mean. Makes me be like I don't even know if I can. So to be like just different women all over, and they can't all be living in the same cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah, that's a, you know if it's I mean? like a big love situation. It's not a sister wives oh, thing. Yeah. Cody Brown, like, yeah. That would be great. Honestly, like, again, like, I think I've always, if, if it wasn't for me having to 
be the pregnant one. I would definitely have more kids. I think it sounds great. Having a village, having even, you know, big love style, having like a lot of different adults who care for the kids. Ideal. Make a village. Nick Cannon building his own village. For that, I guess I got to hand it to him. But everything else, I'm not going to hand to him. I think it's weird. I think it's too much. I Yeah, I think, you know, even the part, it's like, okay, does he just, is he just obsessed with impregnating women and that's why he does this? Or is he, because I don't get this move either with guys where like they have to fucking full nut inside, you know what I mean? They can't just like... It's gotta be something like, else. It can't... It, it's because I don't understand. It's, it's, it is, uh, it's enjoyable, but it's not that it's enjoyable. It's not 18 years worth of kid not, enjoyable. Yeah, it's not fucking... <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just kind of insane. That that part, too, is weird to me, where it's like, no, no, no. I gotta do the whole thing in there. The I can't, doesn't I can't count. Have a moment outside, it, you know, in, in fresh air. I gotta get... All of it has to happen in, in there. Is a weird move for me as well. I'm like, just like, what do you mean? It's I weird. I, 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 I honestly <laughs> I feel know. for him so much because of what happened to him and his child. Like I feel, and, and, and I will always will, and I will not be able to read a story about Nick Cannon without thinking about that. But this thing about where he's just bragging again, two months after losing a child and he's just bragging about how much he nuts and how many different yeah, women. Yeah, and how many women he could have it's, impregnated. It's which, by so the way, weird. means he finished in these women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Within the course of a few, of at least a few years probably, or, or, or most, and you know what I mean? What conversation is he having <laughs> with that? Do they say, is, is, is he, are you on birth control? Do you want to have a baby? Or is it just like, I just want to know more. Can I inside of you? These are the questions right. that- yeah. Yeah. That should be discussed. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Yes. I I need to know more. And none of these people are on birth control? Yeah, that's none, the thing. Of, none them. of them are on hormonal birth control or have an IUD anything? Any what are they all just like, yeah, man, I'll 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 raise Nick Cannon's baby. If so, I guess good for them. <sighs> I mean, I guess that's why they call him Nick Cannon, huh? Yeah, he's got a fucking squirrel over there with that nut. All right, uh, let me get this. Let's move on. It is time for the sh- for the share. Hit me. Do you believe it? Is Alexa Demi from Euphoria actually in her th 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 thirties? Oh my Ooh. god! I would say put her in the ground. <laughs> She's already dead. Then, Line them up and take them out. Take That's what I out. say. If she is over 30, Weirdest. I mean, I can't believe I'm still alive. I'm waiting for the Grim Reaper every second of every day. <laughs> episode. People be like, what the fuck happened to these fucking I'm fuck so chasers. upset that Rihanna's two years younger than me. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a bit, this is a fun one though. Um this is from Meg. I cannot recall if you have done this conspiracy already, but it's one of my favorites, so I thought I would email it in. Okay. Also, I will say real quick, this is Maddie from Euphoria in case Maddie. you guys are not aware. The like um, very psycho. very talented actress. The what? like very very intimidating. A very talented yeah. old actress. Yeah. yeah old, I guess very though. old, but please. So she had a lot of time to get some training. She's in her old as fuck. 30s. So I don't. I have never seen even Rihanna doesn't. Look, I'm looking at pictures of her. I don't think that you can fake this kind of. Music. <laughs> uh, but please, but please change my mind. Please change my mind. Uh, I can't. Uh, so uh, in September of 2019, a New York Times article stated Alexa Demi uh, was 24 years old, but many fans have speculated that she's actually in her 30s. The evidence that supports this theory is as follows. 
In 2013, she was in Azalea Banks' music video. Depending on when her birthday is, she would have been 17, 18 at the time of the filming, which isn't too far-fetched, but like teenagers are dumb and I wouldn't work with them. Wow, shade. <laughs> her birthday isn't on her Wikipedia page. She has never confirmed her age. And that's my weird way of saying age. I literally had just opened up her Wikipedia page and this is correct. It is not wow. here. Fact finder Jackie. The killer is that a week ago, someone on Twitter dug up an alumni list for her high school that said she graduated in 2008, which means she would be turning 32 this year. Oh, yucky. I don't even want to look at her if she's that old. I hate it. (laughs) What is it? The Crypt Keeper Euphoria version? (laughs) Yeah. This will be the first time that an old person ever played a high schooler on television. Never happened before. 32? Give her a walking cane. Luke Perry over here? (laughs) Good Lord. I guess I have to believe it. The evidence that contradicts this theory, literally just that 2019 New York Times article. I don't know about y'all, but I hope this is true because, like, good for her. Love y'all and love the show. Peace and love, Meg. Thank you so much, Meg. But also, disgusting. I'm going to take a shower after this, not just because I was playing Street Fighter earlier and made me (laughs) profusely sweaty because that's what happens to me when I play Street Fighter, which is sad. Yeah, I get it. But also because I, 32, it's like, you might as well be at the Dinosaur Museum as an exhibit. <laughs> oh, she's the queen of the Dinosaur Museum. I will say euphoria.fandom.com. Alexa Demi says that her birthday is December 11th, 1990, which would make her 31 years old. Whoa! We'll say... God. You know, it's times like this when you, like, when you bring up Rihanna MJ where I look at someone that like if she is three years younger than I am, I've never looked that good. So it's like, I can't even compare myself to this. I can't be like, right. oh my like, oh God. No. It's like, when I, was, when I was 18 at the quote unquote prime of what I was, it's like, I looked the worst that I ever that's had something, when I'm supposed to be the hottest. Right. I think that's something you and I share, that we were not hot at the time that people our age were supposed to be hot. I wasn't hot until right. like three years ago. Like, yeah, I, I, the I, weirdest glow-up journey, Jackie, get hot Jackie, for sure. much, much after the time of- It's kind of peak. insane. Yeah. yeah. When I first met Jackie, I was just like, who is this ogre? You, you know I mean? loved me. Uh, <laughs> you loved me. You said, oh, I do geez. remember actually Henry just being like, because this is so Henry, right? He was just like, my sister's coming. She's she's part of the group now, the sketch comedy group, Murder Fest. She's part of the group. There's nothing you can do about it. We were just like, what the fuck are you talking about? We don't know this person. What do you mean she's part of the group? Was- yeah, she's it. She's on it. And that's how we taught you. And you've never <laughs> stopped working with me since. One of the there first conversations I also had with Henry because Henry knew me with my brother and he was like, my sister's coming to New York soon and uh, she's really funny and you are funny with your brother and we'll all be great friends. And we will be funny together. <laughs> and it happened. There you go. He, he forecasted it. Fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you, Meg. I'm going to have to say I believe because we just confirmed that she's turning 32 this year. Yeah, so, uh, damn. Well, I don't wow, know if stuff. that euphoriafandom.com is right, but maybe uh, it is. I'm going to call I'm it. Pretty I'm going to sure, like, the fact-finding, Jackie. You did it. I think we did it. Thank I'm, you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if it's a website on the internet that it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. There's no way. way. All of them, for sure. Sean yeah. Penn. So, yeah. Sean Penn. <laughs> but I guess we all believe. MJ, you believe? I believe. That's perfect timing because it's time for the list. Oh, oh 
Who's on the list? It's me. Gotta have that list. 13 surprising real-life inspirations behind the movie characters we love. Will Ferrell's Ron Burgundy was inspired by a real-life anchorman. Ferrell saw him in a documentary. In his words, at one point, they were talking to this anchor, Mort Krim, who is basically saying... I was an profanity to her. What made me laugh was watching him. He still spoke like this. He still used his on-camera voice. So he used his on-camera voice while talking about fucking random people. And I love that that is what he based it off of. I like could not even look at a picture of Anchorman without laughing. Man, what a fucking... Awesome movie. That was one of my favorite movie theater experiences. And unfortunately, like I watched it with Lexi not too long ago and it didn't have that same pizzazz that it did in the movie theater opening weekend man like holy shit that movie was so fucking funny in the theater so oh my god I went with Ed and I think I went with Ed and Henry and we went to Ed's that was back when he was just hawking that big sacks of weed and he had three blunts rolled up oh yeah you know what I mean and we just ripped him down and I was so out of my mind and had the best time ever you know what I mean I it was like nothing in a fresh woman <laughs> Oh, you're, oh, so you got a little Nick Cannon with it, did ya? <laughs> but did you get a little Nick Cage gothy with it when Ooh. Nick Cage took inspiration from Humphrey Bogart in Into the Spider-Verse? He said, my character is Spider-Man noir. He's really Peter Parker from this 30s. I tried to channel those noir films with Humphrey Bogart and have those kinds of sounds that he might make with James Cagney or Edward G. Robinson, that kind of way of talking. And now that I've read this, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. And I will say, if you haven't seen Enter the Spider-Verse and so you don't good. give a fuck Such about a, a, uh, a superhero, I mean, both immediately. It's a great fucking movie. Highly recommend it. The, uh, there was a really cool um, little infographic on Reddit that showed all the, order, the in order, the highest grossing uh, MCU films. It's number one. Really? Highest grossing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, and think about that. That's Infinity War, Whoa, Endgame, Black, I mean, all that shit. And it's, Number one, bro. Yeah, crazy. Hell yeah. Well, it's because it's the kind of movie that regardless of what you've seen, you can still have fun with it, that you don't really need to know too much. And I've been watching Jeff play the uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man game as well, which has been Mm -hmm. a lot of fun to watch him shoot his webs. Yes, because of uh, beautiful holding McNeely, I am a PS4 widow. (laughs) You're welcome. is... Fun and thank you, Holden. But did you know that Ted Lasso <laughs> was partly based on Robin Williams himself, says Jason Sudeikis. Lasso kind of channels Williams in his mentor-type roles. The character is rooted in these teachers here and mentors, these Obi-Wan Kenobi types that see more in you than you can see in yourself. That's and that sweet. optimism. I miss Ted Lasso and I miss the... um. I miss a feel-good show in my life, and I think that is what I am currently missing. Do you have a feel-good show I should watch? Uh, I mean, yes, the newest season of Queer Eye is probably yeah, going to be. You that. honestly, Jackie, I cannot recommend the newest season enough. It is really great. Now it's it's a little because uh, it's a competition show. You know, not all the way feel good, but then we we turn to RuPaul's Drag Race. The new season is out now. Uh, new episodes are coming out weekly, at least season 14, I believe. And again, that is um, a big source of like, God, I just need to escape this reality and watch these 
should be testosterone filled men. Whoa. And then they're all putting putting their dresses on. (laughs) Um, Speaking of effeminate men, Brad Pitt's character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is based on real life. Tarantino was inspired on stuntman Hal Needham, who was pretty badass. He did the kind of stunts you'd see in The Fast and the Furious way back in the 1950s and 60s. And last but not least, Arbats, which I can't believe we get to call him Arbats now. Arbats is Batman, (laughs) two hours and 47 minutes long. Arbats was inspired by Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain. Wow. They said, when I write, I listen to music. And as I was writing the first act, I put on Nirvana's Something in the Way. That's when it came to me that rather than make Bruce Wayne the Playboy version we've seen before, there's another version who had... And that's where it ends. It just says, who had? I was going to try and figure out what the end of that quote would be. But I'm going to say, pizzazz. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It's another version who had, well, I think the whole thing that is interesting is that, like, he, it's the idea of Batman as that psychopath. Like, what kind of maniac would put on a costume and go beat up, like, hoodlums in the street? Only, like, a maniac would do that. So I think it's kind of, this new portrayal is kind of like the, the Batman in the role of, like, you're, I'm not stuck in here with you, you're stuck in here with me. Like, yeah. I'm the psycho. You know, um, and so I do think that will be interesting. Three hours interesting? We'll see. (laughs) I'm still going to watch the hell out of it, and I think that all of us are. Try not to flick that bean too hard about it, right, Jackie? I know know what you're trying to do with this movie. I know what you're trying to do. Riddle me this, Jackie. How many flicks of the bean does it Slap it, slap it, slap it, clit. Unbelievable. Well... I wish I was blind. Oh, uh, items. <laughs> I can't see them. No, you can. Uh, here we go. Blind <laughs> items. Everyone's talking about it and everyone's excited about it. Ooh, right. what is it? I'm going to use some words to describe these blind items. Salacious. Ooh. Irresistible. Wow. Oh. I'm going to use a phrase I used last week, carnal lust. Wow. Oh, I like that. Audacious. You have a lot of thesauri with you. Euthanasia. Oh, that's sexy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oogie doogie doogie No, I'm not Winnie Holden. <laughs> Only been talking to a baby. Only was telling us how he's, he's struggling with it, only talking to somebody who doesn't talk for a long period yeah, of time. And I think every it's starting to show. Every morning for four hours. Starting to show. Yes. It's starting to show. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, every morning for four hours, just like, and I'm just like eating cereal. And she's going, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? And I'm like, Nick Cage won't quit. You know, or, or, or Nick Cannon won't quit. Yeah. And she's like, Can you imagine all the babies? Can you imagine having eight children? That in is, the house? That's why I like flipped out about it, other than I just love the energy of this week's podcast. But like, <laughs> On top of that, like, that's why it makes me so crazy because, first of all, I'm like, I know you're not a, actually a part of this that's the thing. because I know what it, yes. I know what it yes. takes, bro. And so I know you're fucking not in it 
in this in the right way. And it just so it just makes me insane. Like the the thought of like because now it's like I want to drag everyone down with me into this too. So it's like I need to see you put the work in, bro. That's exactly right? right. Yes, that's why I like. That's why it was so fucking cathartic to watch Homecoming with Beyonce talking about how hard it was yeah. to like have her C section with her twins and have preeclampsia and stuff. Because I was just like, you. Not that if you're not the pregnant one, you're not putting in the work, but like. Just to like be like you are a celebrity. Everything is you can have everything you want, anything you want, and still it's difficult. Like, you had to do this thing that was really hard. Yeah. Like it's and it's so. There was some feeling of connection I had with her when she was like, "Even you're Beyonce, and you had preeclampsia too." I've said this on the podcast before, and then with Nick Cannon, it's just like, man, you just shot your shot, and now you got eight kids running around. Yeah, yeah. And what does it mean to you? And you go Nothing. on your show and talk about how you got a lot of kids and you joke about it and that's it. Yep. I'm trying to think of a good rhyme like nut and gut or whatever, whatever. He's doing that thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing that's that. it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Right. Hold a nut and gut. Well, if gut meant leave, then it oh, would Oh, uh, that you would leave. Oh, gotcha. I'm trying to okay. think of something that rhymes. It'd be like leave anyways, though. But that's what he does. Loves him. Nut and him. strut. Nut and strut. Nut and strut. Yes. Nut that is why I literally pay you $8,000 a week extra. <laughs> oh, my God. Nut under the table. Got to earn my key. Around yeah, here. you earn that to. keep. <laughs> like if I could get just a snappy rhyme phrase every week from you, MJ, you'll continue Nothing to earn a thousand dollars. All right, here we go. Lost in the inevitable split between this former A-list actress and her hunky actor husband is that he also has been cheating on her with another actress he once worked with very intimately. Uh, all right, say it again. Yeah. I, I got nothing. Uh, I thought you had an answer. That's why you groaned like that. Lost in the inevitable split. We have talked about this uh, separation uh, previously. Lost in the inevitable split between this former A-list actress and her hunky actor husband is that he also has been cheating on her with another actress he once worked with very intimately. Is it Brandon Angelina? No. A more recent uh, conscious uncoupling that has happened that we've actually talked about recently. Oh, is it Dakota Johnson and Chris Martin? Fuck No. You're in nut jail. You're you Nick said, Cannon's you nut said jail. You said conscious uncoupling. I immediately think of Chris Martin. No, 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 no. You can't I said just that to say conscious uncoupling and not have it be about Chris Martin. Or no, 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 no. Paltrow. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Who's really hot dude that all the ladies, they want to fucking talk about wanting a nut. You know, Jason a Momoa. Old, yes. So then who is he splitting up with? Well, obvious. I mean, we know he's splitting up with Lisa Bonet. And who is an actress that he worked with very intimately. It's not Daenerys. Isn't she married? Uh, Amelia Clark. Yeah. This, uh, so, uh, yeah. This statement from the, by the way, here's their conscious uncoupling statement. I, I, I copy pasted it so I can read it to you guys. We have all felt the squeeze and changes of these transformational times. A revolution is unfolding and our family is of no exception. <laughs> Feeling and growing from the seismic shifts occurring. And so we share our family news that we are parting ways in marriage. I mean, I get it. It's a lot. Oh, you're right, though. But since then, fans have gone to Momoa's Insta page and saw signs that he and Amelia Clark may have been nurturing a budding romance during the time of his marriage strife, starting in August of 2021, with a picture of Clark on his lap and a caption that reads, Moon of my life, you are wonderful, love you forever. So there's a little bit of instances of like, ooh, are they, aren't they? 
Um, very but they've been very close for such a long time, and I feel like they've always had that very um, well touchy, yeah. feely relationship, also publicly. But I ain't saying I wouldn't watch the fucking tape. Yeah, she's and a he hot. also very, very nobly stepped in when she was having her huge health issues. Yeah, and was super by her side. Mm. I mean. It's hot. It's hotchy machi at the very least. Very Definitely hot. A very hot friendship, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Real, real sexy <laughs> friendship. Yeah. That I just want to sit in, like on the sidelines and just kind of watch. And be like, yeah. yeah no. Yeah. I bet that's. And he grabs her and he's like, each we, other. Yeah. we do like this, and she's like, no, we make love in a different way. Oh, you know what I mean? Go, like the show. <laughs> I eat that about. All right. Well, we don't want you to think about that too much, Nick Cannon. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, this A-list mostly movie actor has been in and out of multiple movie who has been in and out of multiple movie franchises and is convinced he is going to make tens of millions of dollars through the scam that more and more celebrities are joining. Uh he's also had a lot of money problems, a big very public divorce. Um he looks, he dresses like an asshole. But didn't we just uh, talk about how Kanye is not Cage? doing NFTs? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in a lot of great movies, but not in a great movie in a long time. A character actor dresses like a fucking, like a twit. Like a man who woke up one day and was like, I would like to Johnny actively- Depp? Yes. <laughs> and what is the scam that everybody is- joining these days we actually talked about it earlier crypt nfts yes the collection is titled never fear truth and features portraits of his friends and heroes including marlon brando hunter s thompson and tim burton among others the original artwork was created by depp and then has been embellished and animated into 11,111 nfts 25 percent of the profits i will say will be donated to charities um, but uh, yeah, he's getting in the NFT game. Um, I guess good for. I also I was just immediately looked it up. I was like, I thought that I just saw that he was doing a new. He's playing um Louis the Fifteenth, um fairly That's soon, fine. and it's just one of those. Uh, I you know I guess it's fine. <laughs> I'd be interested to see him have a big comeback. I mean, he's an incredibly talented actor, and that's so. a perfect role for him. He you know? needs a lot of help. He needs, he needs a, a lot of. He help, needs a lot of. Sure. Help. He, he needs probably needs help. that first, but I would love to see his big like. Rest the wrestler type comeback, you know what I mean? Like a humble comeback. He's gonna wouldn't need to Louis, put a wouldn't Louis the Fifteenth be that for him? Like, isn't that a perfectly appropriate role for him to be? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which so that's why I'm like, I will see it. There you go. I'm very curious. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, curiosity killed the brat. Didn't it, Jack? Am I the brat or my dub brat? Which I'm like, <laughs> I just I want to start that, but like mixed with the brat doll. So I, I do remember when you asked when I style. came over one day and you were like, um, can you start referring to me as the Jackie? Uh, yeah, and I, was like, I don't think that's gonna yeah, and you would really well, and because you're trying to stymie <laughs> my inner shine, Holden. Sorry, the Jackie. Are Thank you ready you. for the final blind item? Duh, that's all I'll say. <laughs> All right, here we go. The final one. This foreign born A-list singer who is not pregnant will lose her mind when she hears about her boyfriend getting another woman pregnant. A-list singer, foreign. Just came out with a big album. Uh Adele. Uh, has a kid. Yes. And I don't, do you know the name of her boyfriend? I didn't even know the name of her boyfriend. He's a nameless man as far as I'm concerned. I know he's really hot, but he's like a... It's Rich 
Paul. His name is Rich. Yeah. He's a sports agent, right? Isn't it? It's like he's something. Like he, I know that he's a big guy in whatever field that he works in. All I know is that, I, I, well, this blind is is alleging that he got someone else pregnant, but also uh, this is from a source close to Adele. Adele and Rich decided a few months ago that they wanted to move in together. It was just a matter of finding the right property. Now that they've found it, the next step is redecorating and turning it into their dream home. She's going to be busy with her residency in Los Angeles, so Rich is going to be handling a lot of it. He has impeccable taste. They're both thrilled to be jumping into this next chapter together, and they're saying they hope to have a baby on the way by the end of the year, if not sooner, and really complete their family. Can I just talk for a second about how fucking weird these sources close to the person always are? Are. Yeah. Who the fuck are these people? They all talk the same. They're like, I'm gonna completely speak for these two people in every single way, as if I just as if I'm their dog that their pet that lives with them day in and day out. It's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. How do you know what the fuck these people? Are? <laughs> I just keep doing these blinds, and there's always a source close to the people and they always talk like this they're like they're thrilled to be in this new relationship like, and either go, he's anybody. on the road a lot and she's working really hard but they know they can work it's like who talks like that I, Jackie and Jeff are <laughs> thrilled to be working on their marriage and Jackie's been uh-huh. plugging away at the podcast game but Jeff has you know snake aids so no, we don't, they don't know don't tell everybody <laughs> you know what I mean it's this just like it's so bizarre everybody do you imagine talking to a reporter about Someone, someone like else this fucking way. know. So funny. As someone who just moved, the idea that that they're like, oh well, Adele will be away, but he'll have to do all the redecorating in the, yeah. in the dream home, and it's like, but he oh, has impeccable taste. He's gonna like, have he to have like people that. come over and and do it, like be like, this right, is what I want. Too, yeah, I love that he has impeccable taste. Like who speaks like that? Like if someone was like, how is Henry and Natalie doing? I'd be like, I don't know, they're doing pretty good. I mean. It's like they got this house. They've been kind of working. You know what I mean? Like who, I wouldn't be like Natalie's working on the interior <laughs> of their home together right now. She has impeccable, impeccable. taste. Nanya. The mantling will be done by Henry, but he's a mantler of the highest. Degree. <laughs> 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 it, they all and, I, and it's not just this one source. Like they all sound like that. Just it's so weird. weird. I a will say I have read multiple things that were talking about how Adele recently canceled a lot of her dates, and she was saying that it was COVID and that like that they just couldn't get the show together but then a lot of other things have been coming out of like she was not happy with any of how it was going that she was being a bit of a tyrant about it like it's like Mm -hmm. all of these conflicting things are coming out but then also on top of it they like are blaming this romance as well because like you're saying Holden nobody fucking knows what's actually going on in her life you can't speak for her I can't speak for anybody else and what they are going through in their perspective so a lot of this shit is bullshit yeah 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 but you know I wish the best for her right right yeah for sure I hope I hope things are going well and um I can see again, so that's really cool. And uh, yeah, I think we made it. We made it to the other side of the blind, so yep. congratulations. Welcome to the other side. All right, please. Good, yeah, good, do you like word. it? That was good. But now it's time for the shout outs. You must sing the song. Shout, shout, ah, shout. Ah, let, let it all out. Okay. These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on. Ow. 
phone. Well, read them to you. Come on. Thank you guys so incredibly much for sending in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is seven the number and I love, 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 love hearing from you all. Yay, 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 yay. Madison, I'm so proud of you for dusting off the negative cobwebs to celebrate. Madison says, I just wanted to give myself a quick shout out because I've been super fucking negative lately. Life kind of raw dogs me, but I do love me a good raw dog cold meaty wiener. Anyways, after dropping out of a social work program six years ago for my mental health, I've decided to go back to school. I still want to be in a field where I can help people. Now that I've been through my childhood sexual assault trauma in a less toxic way, I think I want to help kids who grew up like me. But instead of social work, I want to go into recreational therapy. I think I'd be able to reach out to kids through things that make them feel comfortable. I totally agree with you, Madison. And I think that that is such a wonderful journey for you. And please let us know how it goes. Thank you so much for writing in. And ah, to our amazing Zozabelle from our Twitch community. She needs some positive love from us. Believe me, babe, I too am a slave to the cyclical nature of bullshit as of late. And you fucking got this. We're in it together no matter how alone we all feel. Zoe says, these past two years have been the most challenging in my life. And every time I feel like I finally made it out of one traumatic event, another thing pushes me back into a depression hole. And because of COVID, I'm turning 28 on the 4th. Happy almost birthday! And the relaxing self-care things I had planned for are not going to happen. It would cheer me up immensely, though, to hear Jackie's beautiful, soothing voice telling me it's going to be okay. I'd be forever grateful. Zoe, still do whatever self-care things you are able to do. You got this, babe, even if it's just a bath. Make sure you take that time for yourself on your birthday, baby. You are worth it, and anything we can do for smiles is what needs to be done right now. I'm proud of you, and happy almost birthday, baby. And to beautiful Jessica, I hope that you are also having the best birthday. Yay, 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 yay. And how adorable that even though it is your birthday, you use this shout out to shout out your friend Ellie for her birthday. This makes me so happy, but you deserve a happy birthday as well. So happy birthday, Jessica. Yay. And Jessica says to Ellie, I want to give a fantastical February 1st birthday shout out to my very best friend in the whole world, Ellie. We have been best friends since our freshman year of high school, 20 years, and we'll be celebrating our 35th birthdays together this week. My birthday is on February 2nd. She's not only a seriously amazing and supportive friend, but an amazing person and talented writer. She's the person I can always go to for support or to just vent. She's the only one who gets all my random movie quotes, especially Billy Madison and Tommy Boy, and who loves Page 7 just as much as I do. I don't know what I would do without her, and I truly hope that 2022 is just as badass as she is. And I hope that you both will put on in any kind of road trip you could find yourself in don't you remember you told me you love me baby but uh, you said you'd coming back this way again baby 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 oh baby i love you ah! which is what always i think of when i am quoting tommy boy 
20 times out of the week. But I'll continue on. I love you guys. Happy birthdays. And oh, our beautiful, sweetest, loveliest Karen, you are never greedy. And congratulations on your sweet little tummy friend. But Karen wrote in to send some extra love to the gorgeous and inspirational Felicity. We love you so much over here, Felicity. Karen says, I just want to publicly make sure that Felicity knows that she is and always will be one of the best people I have ever known, and nothing will ever change that. Felicity is so kind and gives of herself more generously than what should be expected of anyone. Felicity, you are strong like bull, and I know you can make it through anything you put not just your mind to, but your heart into. Just remember that the only way out is through. I love you, sugar. And we love you too, Felicity. Thank you again so much, Karen, for writing in. And amazing, beautiful Chelsea, baby. You know I love a self-shout out and I'm so, so sorry for all of the bullshit that you've been going through lately. But I am so beyond happy that you wrote in. Chelsea says that I would love to get a birthday shout out from you guys as you're my number one go-to podcast when I'm gaming. And the shout outs are always so fun to listen to because of how much you really seem to actually give a shit, Jackie. Because I fucking do, Chelsea. I give a shit about you. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for really helping a bitch out when dealing with her grief. I've even gotten my husband excited about new episodes of Page 7 now, which is really just a testament to my unrelenting listening habits. Adapt or die. That's what I always say. Fuck yeah, Chelsea. And hi, Chelsea's husband. We love you, too. You got this, babe. We will keep going. And Chelsea, I hope you feel it in your birthday spirit. Because you have a birthday twin in the shoutouts. It's fate. Emily wrote in about her bestie, Elisa, who also has a February 7th birthday. Emily says... My beautiful Aquarius friend, Elisa, is turning 26 on February 7th. We've been best friends since sixth grade, almost 15 years together. She probably knows me better than anyone else in my life and is always someone I can turn to when in need of a shoulder to cry on or someone to listen to when I just need a rant. We bond over our love of music and art and weed, of course. Elisa is a fantastic bud tender and cat mom of two. Page 7 is a way we have stayed connected over quarantine. Living three hours apart, we don't get to be in person very often. Not to mention long texts discussing Jackie's audiobook of the Twilight series. We love Jackie, but Bella makes us go crazy, I hear you guys, and takes us back to when we first met and read Twilight. I don't want to make this too long. Just want to say I love you, Elisa. You're an amazing, smart, kind, and creative person. You never cease to light up my life. I hope 26 is the best year yet. Happy birthday, Elisa! And happy birthday, Chelsea! Oh my gosh, double birthdays. And an almost birthday twin. It's so close! Carly wrote in some love for her bestie, Kayla. And your friendship sounds adorable and I'd like to be a part of it, okay? Ah. Carly says, I want to send a shout out to my best 
friend, Kayla. She turned 26 on February 8th. Oh my God, so close to being an actual birthday twin. And she's one of the best people I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. We met in seventh grade and after bonding in high school choir and drama, we've been close ever since. She was one of the first people I came out to and she didn't bat an eye. I'll be forever thankful for the love and support and hours-long chats we have. She turned me on to the LPN years ago, and we've been since gone to a few live shows. We live over five hours apart, but we try to visit each other whenever we can. Happy, happy birthday, Kayla! You're the thug to my lance! I love you, and I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for writing in and just sending your whatevers into the page seven podcast at gmail.com. I get so excited for everything that you guys share, and I really appreciate the community that we have built together. Oh, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Oh, you can send in anything to page seven podcast. At gmail.com. Does it make it easier to listen to if I do this? Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this uh, fun, fancy, frill-filled podcast show. That's what I said. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, and you should totally come and hang out over on our Page 7 Patreon. We are starting for our $10 tier members. We are starting to every Thursday night watch Gossip Girl OG from the beginning. We start this week. If you're listening to the episode the day that it comes out, we start tonight. So come on over to our Discord and we will be able to live watch these episodes with you. We get to all know each other and I'm very excited about it. And then also if you ever have time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, come hang out over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's Jackie. We talk about sex on Tuesdays and we bang daddies on Thursdays before our Discord. And then on Sundays we're going to start doing some banging of daddies as well as every other week Gloss, which is Gorgeous Ladies of Streaming, with both Carolina Hidalgo Parks and our very own Alexis Robins McNeely. I, I also will say about the Discord, even at the $5 layer, there's a lot of fun stuff going Hell on there. Yeah. We're still adding text channels, so you won't be able to join for the TV watch-alongs unless you're at the $10 layer. But the $5 layer, you still get access to the Discord patron and can interact in the text channels, um, which wasn't true for like a day, and then I fixed it. So all $5 members still get to join the Discord, and uh, we've got different channels where you can talk about I'm I'm in the RuPaul's Drag Race one a lot, so come find me there uh, talking about this current season. There's a Twilight Talk uh, channel. There's Sister Wives. Oh, Riverdale, and I'm going to so. be starting to talk about Sister Wives. Yeah, so, so come, on, come on in and, and still join in on the fun uh, over there. And uh, it, there's also help. Uh, we've got we already got some great mods and uh, folks that can help you get set up because I know Discord might be a slightly tricky at the, up up top of learning how to use it, but it's really um, I'm loving. I forgot how awesome it is now that we have these other channels up to be able to just. I'm just talking to a bunch of you guys about uh, this season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Like I'm look checking that more than I'm checking my own email. So come check, <laughs> so come join me over there uh, or any anything, and we'll add more. DM me too, and I can add more discussion channels. I want to add some other stuff, maybe a general talking TV one, stuff like that. And uh, it's just a great community hub. Uh, that's a little more intimate and a little, uh, I think, a little more like um, positive and fun uh, than maybe some of the other ones out there. Uh, 
So yeah, check it out. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. I'm Jackie Zabrowski and Jack That Worm. You can find me on Instagram. There you go. Perfect. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Uh, check me out Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Jack and with the Holdies every Friday, 6 p.m. ET. MJ! Oh, wow. Feelings. You're in Nick Cannon's nut jail, Holden. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's so sticky in here. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, it smells like bleach. <laughs> <laughs> My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you soon. Bye, Bye everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. are true overwhelming power sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili wickdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece wicknuggets fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last Newsflash, you can lose weight like a celebrity without being a celebrity. New Glucotrim from GNC delivers serious results with a proven formula. And you don't need a crazy expensive prescription. So get on that celebrity weight loss level with New Glucotrim. Get it at GNC.